Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 37, The Adventure. Synopsis. Bluey and Chloe embark on a quest to save their playground kingdom from the greedy queen. Tori, what is your first take on this? I thought this was a really fun episode. I like it when they do kind of different storytelling techniques. Yes. And this was kind of a different way to look at it. For sure. Nice to see them at school. But again, they're at school. Where are the adults? Do they have no supervision? (laughs) No, Calypso's you're off like, doing something. You get like one glimpse of, you do see Calypso in like one shot, but I was like, this does not seem like a lot of supervision happening. It's very unstructured playtime. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay, so let's dive in and we can talk about supervision at school. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Bluey, so it starts and it's like right into it. They're already in character. There is no explanation for the game like in a lot of the episodes they explain what the game is and they kind of set it up for us this is just two kids already in a game right bluey and chloe are playing at school bluey we find out is the kindly queen and she is ruling over all of these babies but the babies are hungry lots of babies lots of babies all the babies Nobody else is clearly playing with any of the baby toys. Because <laughs> they have them all right there. So Princess Chloe, and I'm going to use, so I'm going to preface this by saying I'm going to try to put the character, like Bluey or Chloe, in front of or around okay. the character that they're playing. Because they literally switch on and off in this episode. Which I love. Which is great. Like, that's so much fun that they both, and you can tell that they're, like, super best friends. Yes. Right? really close so bluey is the kindly queen and princess chloe comes in and she's gonna go out to find them some food so the princess leaves and she is joined by her horse friend her best friend called honey horse who at this point is bluey so bluey the honey horse and they set off to find the farm where the princess was born First, though, the pair come upon the terriers who are hiding behind a rock who jump out and they're doing this arm farting thing. Boys. Boys. And they say this whole line about how boys are superior and how they're going to chuck girls in a creek (laughs) and the girls can't pass. But Princess, but Bluey decides that she's going to be the princess because she has an idea. Princess Bluey comes up to them and it turns the whole little ditty around and says, boys are weak. Chuck them in the creek. <coughs> Girls are strong, like King Kong. Boys are weak. Chuck them in the creek. <gasps> You've beaten us, my princess. When you need us, we'll be there. I love that just switching the boy and the girl, yes. like, totally dumbfounded the Terriers. Yes, the Terriers were like, <laughs> oh, my God, we pledge our undying loyalty to you. You figured out the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> so the Terriers say, yes, we will 100% follow you wherever you need to go. They're always up for 
some sort of adventure. They love protecting. Yes. We've seen this at least once before, and it definitely happens in subsequent episodes when we do see the Terriers. It's so cute. That they're in a very protective mode. And I don't know if that's, like, a thing with the actual breed. Yeah, I think so. Because I've never had a Terrier, but... Yeah. I mean, certain ones. Yeah, that seems to track. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, the girls get past the terriers, and they arrive at the farm to find all the fruit bushes are empty. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Chloe, as Grandma Fairy, arrives and tells Princess Bluey that it's all because of the greedy queen. She is responsible and needs to be defeated, and the princess has to do it because she has a heart of a hero. Mm. And then Fairy Chloe gives Princess Bluey a tennis ball, which has magic powers. I love that grandmother Fairy Chloe, when she's in that character, her ears are like tied up in a bun on top of yes. her head. I thought that was so cute. Yeah, it's so adorable. Yeah, like she looks great mm-hmm. as the grandma fairy. But Princess Bluey is too scared to do it, and she runs away. Honey Horse returns to the fruit bushes and encounters the greedy queen. So Honey Horse at this point is... Bluey. Bluey. And then she runs into the greedy queen, played by Chloe. Whew. And the greedy queen turns her into stone. And then we see... Princess Chloe finds... I'm sorry, your dog snoring. <laughs> it threw me off for a second. Okay. So Princess Chloe then returns. It cuts. So every time they change characters, it like cuts. So then we see Princess Chloe coming and she finds Bluey as her best friend, you know, Honey Horse, frozen and she vows to defeat the greedy queen. So then Princess Chloe embarks on essentially a solo mission. And on the way during the mission, she sees a bunch of frozen gnomes. So like the villagers. Before she runs into the greedy queen, which is played by Bluey at this point. Princess Chloe. So this is the longest that these two characters have like stayed mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. So Princess Chloe is cornered. But luckily, the terriers arrive, and somehow their underarm farting distracts the queen. Because she's like, stinky, there's too much stinky. They're like pretending like the fart smell. And they're like, we're coming for you. I also love that the princess is now played by a different character than the last time the terriers saw. And they're like totally in, like they don't care. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that when they saw. The last time they saw them, although I guess they did switch in front of them. That's true, they did switch. But I did think it was funny that I'm like, the princess is a different character than the last time they interacted. And they're just like, they knew who to protect. Yes. I wonder if they were in on the game from, like, the beginning, yeah. or if they just kind of jumped in and they were doing something else. I don't know. Okay. So, Princess Chloe escapes down a hill, but the greedy queen almost catches her, so they stop and they swap because Bluey actually runs faster. 
I love that. They're being chased and they stop and switch characters and then keep chasing. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You're catching up to me. We can't have that. So yeah. we need to switch characters. They're really cute. So Bluey comes to a stream, drops to her knees because she can't get across. Like, what is she going to do? And right in that moment, Grandma Fairy, played by Chloe, arrives to give her... Um, gives her try to give her the tennis ball again because she didn't mm-hmm. take it the first time so grandma fairy chloe arrives and says that the magic tennis ball can change her into whatever she wants she just has to be brave so after grandma fairy chloe leaves the greedy queen played by chloe reappears and princess bluey finally stands up to her and throws the tennis ball chloe chases it and while she chases it, she drops her freeze wand, which Princess Bluey grabs and turns the greedy queen into stone. All right, I'm just going to pause because Grandma Fairy Chloe says that the magic tennis ball can become anything that she wants. But then she just uses it as an actual <laughs> tennis ball for the dogs to go after. Because again, dogs and tennis balls, right? Yeah. So it's funny that it's a tennis ball. They're using that to distract the greedy queen because they're dogs. But they didn't really use it how it was intended. Yeah, I thought that was odd, too, because I was expecting it to, like, transform or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there would be something. It was, like, such a simple solution, but (laughs) funny because of the whole dog thing. We love a good dog joke. Yes, we do. The greedy queen at this point is frozen in stone. They have saved the day. You hear the terriers all say, hooray. In the background, and Chloe is now the princess, and she's reunited with Honey Horse, Bluey, and they head back to go see the kindly queen, who thanks the princess, because now they have lots of food to eat. Babies' tummies are full. Babies' tummies are full. So that's the end of the game. But then we get this clip of Chloe on the way home. Her dad is driving, and he asked her what she did today. And she said, we played, you know, we played princesses. And dad says, oh, so you sat around in a castle and had tea and cakes? <laughs> and Chloe pulls out the freeze wand and, like, tries to, like, freeze her dad. He, like, makes this noise, right, while he's driving. What did you get up to at school today, Chloe? Um, not much. Bluey and I play princesses. Oh, princesses, eh? Oh, is that where you uh, sit in a castle and have tea and cakes? <laughs> to me, that is the best part of the entire episode. I just love how you think the episode's over and then you get this, what I would call a mid-credit scene mm-hmm. or end credit scene of dad driving. Oh, how are you today? Oh, what'd you play? Oh, princesses. That must be like, you just sat around and waited for, you know, a prince to come and get you. And she, the look that Chloe gets on her face is great. And then she pulls out the wand, Mm -hmm. which the wand to me looked like, so it's a stick. And then it almost looked like a dried out, like dehydrated piece of lemon. Yeah. Half of a lemon. Or an orange or something. Or an orange or something. Some sort of citrus. Citrus. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love that, too. It was like, princesses are more than tea and cakes. Like, yes. they are brave and go on adventures. And, yeah, they yeah. did. It was like, you show them, Chloe. Mm-hmm. I also love the very beginning of the episode or clip it part in the car 
was when he's like, so what did you do at school today? And how kids are like so famous for being like, nothing. So it's like yes. this huge adventure. She went on this amazing adventure. And it's like, yeah, not too much. We play eh, princesses. We play princesses. <laughs> yes. I had this exact conversation again with my husband because he has now taken over picking up our son mm-hmm. from daycare. And he has such a thing with the fact that our son basically will not talk about his day. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, so I asked him what his favorite part of the day was or what was a fun thing. And he just said, I went outside. He's like, so then I like pulled up because our daycare gives us pictures of what they do during the day. And so he like pulls up like a picture. He's like, oh, so I see you made letters with Play-Doh. And he's like, yeah. I was like, he just doesn't want to talk about his day. <laughs> like, Kids don't want to talk about their day. So yeah, this was funny how she just distilled all of that down to we played princesses. Yeah, so mm-hmm. funny. Did you see how fancy her dad's car is? No, I didn't notice. Did you notice? Definitely got to notice Chloe's right. dad's car the next time that you watch it. Okay. And a little bit of a spoiler alert. There is an episode in season two where Chloe's dad comes back. Okay. And we actually get to see Chloe's house. Ooh. Yes. All right. Sounds fancy. Yes. So it's it's a whole lot of fun. But I like that they brought Chloe's dad back. And it's interesting because you get to see more of his personality. Mm-hmm. And then watching this episode again, I see it. Like, they, even though he only said, like, three, like, two lines uh-huh. or whatever. You see it. I, I saw it in totality in that moment and how it relates to the episode in season two. Oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, it's really good. So there wasn't really, there were no parents other than Chloe's dad, who clearly did not win any sort of awards. Yeah. There wasn't any Australian or American translations, Mm-mm. no interesting animals or anything in this one. I don't have any facts. Nope. It was just kind of a fun episode. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I don't think there was a lesson. Well, I had learning to be brave as a lesson just oh, because, like, okay. in the yeah, story, they're true. kind of, like, reinforcing that. That's true. Um, couple things. Yeah. One was, I for some reason, this really made me think of the episode Shops. Where they had the big group of kids and they were trying to play and they like couldn't decide who was going to play what character. And so they like never even really played the game. And now this is like the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. Where like in shops they like couldn't even get the game going. And in this one they like tell an entire like thematic adventure. Um, and how, With costume changes? Yeah. Very elaborate costumes. Yes. Elaborate costumes, an entire plot, multiple characters, character change, like the whole thing. <laughs> and like, it was only like the two of them. I know the yes. Terriers helps, but it was really the two of them yes, at the heart the of it. Guys. Where in shops, they had a whole bunch of kids and they just couldn't get anything done. So I just thought that was kind of just comparing and contrasting those two episodes just yes. kind of made me laugh and kind of like think about how they were different. True. Um, well, have you ever noticed though, the more kids you get together... The more chaos. The more chaos it yeah, is. Yeah, It's like when our, our children hang out. When it's the two of them, it's totally fine. Or, like, yeah. the two of them plus, like, your son. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. And they have a great time, and it's wonderful. But then you start adding more kids in. Or if you ever go to something that has lots of kids. And it's the same way with my son and his other friends. Him, one other friend, great. Wonderful. You add like a third kid, fourth <laughs> kid, fifth kid into the mix, and it just becomes chaos. It becomes total chaos. Too many opinions. Too many, too many opinions. Of this. Yeah. But the seeing the two of them just like 
so like working together yes. and focused and a unit and it was just kind of nice to see the two of them mm-hmm. work so well together then i think it's also because they're supposed to be like really tight like yeah BFFs. yeah they definitely are on the same page on the same page for sure and then um did you notice that the overall perspective or the um format of the screen was different than normal no. So they did this in a movie format. Like the format. aspect ratio? Yeah, the aspect ratio. They did it in a movie format. So it was not as oh. tall but wider. And it kind of just gave it like a more thematic feel overall. The number of times I've watched this episode. Yeah. If and the, I have never caught that. Yeah, if you, at the very beginning you can see it shrink. Because the opening screen is normal and it goes like in a movie theater. Oh, where like, okay. You know, like, when a movie theater and you're, like, watching the, like, commercials at the beginning or whatever, yeah. and then when it goes into the movie format, you, like, see the screen, like, it's, it's shorter but wider. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so have the to whole episode, the whole episode was done cool. in, like, the movie wider format. I know that there's a couple of TV shows where they switch formats, so mm-hmm. then you can tell the difference between either timing of episodes or things that are happening. I think Game of Thrones used to do that too, okay. where some of them were bigger and then they would like yeah. go wider. Well, like that smaller, wider. Full, so like oh. Fuller House. So obviously Fuller House was done now. Yes. The original Full House was done whatever twenty years ago. Lifetime. And they used to film TV in a different format. They film TV yes. now. So whenever they do the like flashbacks from like Full House, they have to like put something on the edges of the screen. Oh really? Yeah. So I've never watched like, Fuller House. So. Okay, yeah. So they'll do like I'm trying to think. There's another show that does like throwbacks from like, you know, Boy Meets World or something like some other show that did like anyway. But in Fuller House, they'll show a clip from the original show, but it's filmed in a completely different format. So that'll be like the square of like Uncle Jesse and like Stephanie is a little yes. girl, and then there's like blacks or like they'll like blur the edges kind of to like make it a rectangle. That's so funny. Yeah, that's really funny. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I did not catch any of that at all. You have such a cinematic eye. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's why we work good together. Exactly. All right. Anything else did you catch that I didn't catch? That was. I think that was oh, it. Oh, I yeah. love it. So good. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Come back next week when we talk about season one, episode 38, Copycat. Thanks. Bye. Boys are strong, like King Kong. Girls are weak, trap him in the queen. Chloe, let me be the princess for a second. I've got an idea. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D, or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallife.pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.